All right, looks like we got a little party already started. I apologize for being a little late to the live session. As you guys know, we have updated our schedule, 6.30 Pacific Standard Time. We are looking to get the lives started up on Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday. And then our Discord weekly calls are every Saturday morning at 8.30 Pacific Standard Time. Coming to you live from the West Coast. And I do appreciate all of you guys so much. It is October 27th, 2022. Another major update for you guys. Uh, today, the market is back down 20,291 for our Bitcoin, 1,500 for our Ethereum, and XRP is back at 46 and a half cents. Let's take a look here at our Bitcoin chart. You guys can see here, this is the four-hour chart on Bitcoin zoomed out. The yellow horizontal line being the average entry on my Bitcoin short. So I am in the red on that trade. I want to reiterate, folks. Please do not. I am not here to give you financial advice and I'm not here sending out signals. I'm not a trader, period. I'm not a trader. I have had some luck shorting the heck out of Bitcoin because we know that it is not supposed to be up at these prices right now. These are fake out rallies. The market still needs to be cleaned out and we will take advantage of that opportunity. So you guys see, we came back down here today, 20,200, uh, just under 20,300 on the Bitcoin chart. But you can see, on this chart that Bitcoin has just been hanging out sideways, teetering on the edge of a cliff. And uh, it, along with the rest of the stocks, you guys are seeing this. This is the four-hour chart zoomed out, taking us back to the beginning of October. And you can see here, back when we got that pump, uh, we got that pump, where did we go? That was earlier this week. On the 23rd, when we went up to 19,681, uh, these are four-hour candles too, by the way. So that wick went up to 19,700. And that's where I, I made my next bet above, uh, what was it, 20K. When we broke above 20K, that's when I entered into my Bitcoin short even further. So I doubled down on that. Um, and then, you know, obviously no panic at all. It goes up to 20,800 or wherever it topped out at. No panic, no worry. But that trade was down 30%. So that's why I'm giving you guys a clear warning. Do not follow my trades. I'm the only person that shares my trades because I'm completely transparent. But uh, the downside is that some people, they try to take every little thing an influencer says and base all of their trading, base all of their investments off of a few people. You need to be learning. Obviously, that's why you're listening here at this channel, but I just want to reiterate that point. I ride some of my trades down 30%. A couple, about a month ago, I think I was down 60% on one of my Bitcoin shorts. Came all the way back for profit, took profit at like 13%. So I am catching swings. I am scalping over a week period. These are swing trades. That's my current strategy for this market. And I'm going to get into the current events here as to why I believe that the bottom is not in. We still need to clean house and we are going to go much lower. But in the meantime, I've told you guys here, October 25th, new moon, bullish energy. Be ready for the fake out. Sure enough, 20,800 almost breaking through 21,000, but there's nothing there. There's nothing there that's going to take us fundamentally higher. Uh, the fundamentals take us much lower. The data points tell us that we're here. We're about to be rolling over soon. We thought that October was going to be much more red than it was. It was basically sideways. We were wrong. Okay, everything's still at play. We're still ready to fall off. Please be prepared. So without further ado, let's get on into tonight's update and understand this situation further. Gold Telegraph reporting, the Chinese yuan has moved ahead of the Australian, Canadian, and Swiss currencies to become the fifth most traded currency in the world. 
Quick note, the BRICS countries are working on establishing a new reserve currency. So we took at this. This is another data point right here to show us that the BRICS nations are moving ahead. And the United States, the Western countries better pull something out here quick. We talked about it beginning in London. We talked about the moves that are being made in London. The new prime minister ready, ready to usher in the new world. You bet. Absolutely. WEF already tied in. But what is happening here? What is happening here with the tech stocks? This is unbelievable, folks. Or did we have we been calling for this? That all of these companies were overvalued. It was all blown out of proportion. Amazon just wiped out over $200 billion of value in five minutes. Check that out from Will Clemente. And then blockchain backer. After Meta collapses over 20% after yesterday's earnings, now Amazon is down over 20% after hours, leaving one lone standing stock from the fangs left, Apple. And I retweeted blockchain backer, and I said, we already know that Apple has cut production on the iPhone 14. They're already telling us that Obviously, that's an expectation being brought back in to reality. Maybe the consumer doesn't have as much discretionary spending as they once did, right? This situation right here, all these data points confirm to me that we got lower to go. Now, we look at this situation with Apple too. Remember when Apple was a cash monster? This is from Zero Hedge. Its net cash is down to $49 billion, which is still a nice chunk of change, obviously. But it's its lowest level since 2010. So, you know, nothing was fixed from the 2008-2009 great financial crisis. All they did was blow things up. Now we return back to that reality. We come back down to earth, right? Some of these companies, the rumors of Elon cutting 75% of the staff, they will operate fantastic after cutting half their staff. And this is not just the tech companies. And we have to understand the tertiary effects of the tech sector having a major slowdown. These are some of the biggest companies in the world, hiring thousands and thousands of employees, paying them six figures. And you guys are seeing the TikToks go viral of an average day as a meta product developer or whatever, right? You know, uh, drinking smoothies and having snacks all day or whatever they're doing. Obviously, we've been saying that this thing's way blown out. Now, it can be confirmed by all of the data points they can only manipulate it so much, missing on earnings, cutting back production, and firing off 25, 50, potentially 75% of their staff. Folks, we've been warning about moving your 401k, potentially taking a look at what are you holding in that 401k that's actually going to keep value. Not even talking about gains. Not even talking about the opportunity that is cryptocurrency, the suppressed assets like silver. We're going to get into that silver at the end of this show. Major, major news on silver. But you're really holding all these stocks. You know, and I know people that have been holding these stocks. And they've been performing really well. Uh, more than above average. It's been a great time. Party's coming to an end and all the data tells us that it is here. It's confirmed. Whether you want to define it as a recession or not, 75% of the staff getting cut tells you a story. Tells you a situation. Now, people, people want to say that the bottom's in. How is the bottom in if all of these guys are getting laid off, all these businesses cutting back production, all these businesses going out of business, right? And you want to say that the bottom's in? Fed's going to have to do a complete, complete 180 pivot. And I think it's too late. And we're going to get into some, some of that data here from the Fed to adjusting the interest rates once again. 
But Peter Schiff says, Amazon is crashing over 20% in after hours trading. The company also guided Q4 earnings lower to between zero and 4 billion versus estimates of 4.7 billion. Basically, Amazon has no clue what, if anything, it will earn. uh, Owning shares is a total crapshoot. That's what we've been warning about. With the 401k, you know, everyone's been been sitting at the table here uh, trying to figure out what to do, right? How, what, what should I invest in, Zach? So many people ask me. So many people are trying to learn here. And I've been saying, if I, from the situation I see in the stocks, almost none of them are worth owning. When I look at the other opportunities that I see, there's a reason why I've skipped out on that. There's a reason, you know, you know there's a reason why I'm only considering opening maybe a Roth IRA. Maybe, you know, just so I can, you know, grow that, grow, grow that little bag tax-free wealth. And, you know, you can do some other things with it that get interesting, kind of cute, whatever, not a big part of our strategy though, because all of these companies have been blown way out of proportion by this massive debt bubble that the fed created. And I, I, I'm excited that the house is getting cleaned out here that, uh, you know, I don't like seeing main street lose. Absolutely not. But those that are prepared, those of you that are tapped into channels like this are going to be ahead of the game if you take action. Not just listening to me rant for 45 minutes or an hour, you know, but actually taking action every single day, investing accordingly, you know, not just listening to your financial advisor. It's pretty incredible who gets to call themselves a financial advisor. I don't want to be a financial advisor. I'm not here to be a financial advisor. Nothing I say is financial advice. Let's be clear. But it's pretty interesting who gets to call themselves financial advisors and how that program has been working out. Pretty interesting. Nonetheless, Jim Cramer. We got another Jim Cramer classic today. This is from ProCoin News. You are living in historic times. What an honor it is to be here for this. And they tag Jim Cramer and they say, Bear Stearns is fine, as Jim Cramer said back in the 08 financial crisis. And this is a video, I'm not going to play it, but this is a video of Jim Cramer shedding some crocodile tears because he was so wrong about Meta. And Jim's been wrong about a lot, right? And it's, it, it's interesting to see how the mainstream has finally caught up to what we've been saying and worrying about over the last year. The upside potential in these stocks is not there. They've already been blown out of proportion. Right. If you look at all of the metrics that you would use for valuing a company, valuing a stock. Right. And Jim, classic Wall Street chill. And they're having to capitulate. They're having to admit that they're wrong. Do I believe that they're sad? Do I, you know, do I think that they lose sleep at night over their bad advice? I I don't I'm not here to debate that. I'm not here to speculate on that. The bottom line is, and the question that we continue to ask is, how has the program worked out? And what are we going to do different now? That's why we cover all of these situations, tie this whole thing together. And in every single show, damn near, I'm taking Q&A, trying to help you guys figure this deal out. Let's continue on. Charles Gasparino. Penelope with the rodeo hat here. Cowboy hat on TikTok. Thank you for all the gifts. Thank you for all the super chats. Thank you for hitting the thumbs up. Thank you for smashing the the thumbs down. if If you're a hater, if you're a troll, if you don't like our program. You, you, you hate us because we keep on winning, keep on being months ahead, years ahead. The 10 years of being a conspiracy theorist finally paying off, isn't it? Incredible opportunity. Charles Gasparino, another update from our good friend Charles. 
breaking, economists at BlackRock are telling financial advisors that they expect pivot language at the next Federal Reserve meeting when they expect Powell to announce a 75 basis point federal fund hike, followed by two smaller ones and a pause to get us around 4.75%. Okay, so they're talking about pivot language coming out. We will see what comes here from the Fed. I actually need to check. Uh, I forget what the next dates are. I need to go back and check what the next Fed FOMC meeting dates are. We'll have to watch for that one closely. Another one from Charles. Wall Street brokerages busy meeting with top GOP, GOP officials to gauge how a Republican House and Senate will govern and impact markets if the party takes both houses. To-do list. Stopping any additional stimulus. Massive oversight of Biden hearings. Hearing on lab leak theory and COVID stimulus waste. Plans to put bills on Joe Biden's desk to lay out agenda for presidential race in 2024. Obviously, all contingent on winning particularly both houses, but... The GOP operatives are increasingly confident of that. It looks like we are about to have a major, major red wave. Major, major sound alarm, whatever you want to, you know, whether that's good for you, bad for you, whatever you think about that. I'm here to say that we've been winning throughout this recession. No matter what you define this recession, I see people going bust, companies shutting down, and then I see what we're, what we're doing, how our program's working out. It's a completely different story from what we're seeing over there, right? Now... Uh, this is this is fantastic, in my opinion, that we're going to finally get a little bit of action holding Gary Gensler, SEC, accountable, looking into what this administration has done, this administration. We got a lot of work to do. And as I always say, they've sold us out on both sides. So I'm here to hold everyone accountable. Most of these people aren't ready to, to go down that road, to, to find the truth, to come to Jesus or whoever you want to believe in. Right? I'm not holding my breath, but uh, finally, we see that this isn't even a political issue anymore going after Gary Gensler. Everyone hates Gary that much. I'm actually about to play a, a, show you guys another clip of Gary Gensler losing another top lawyer from the SEC. Before I get into that, though, European Central Bank announces new super hike of interest rates to tame inflation. Let's take a look here. So uh, what we have... They are raising by another 75 basis points right now, but annual inflation in the Eurozone has reached 9.9% in September. Folks, they've been covering this thing up with their fake and phony data, their fake and phony numbers. We all know the real situation. Real cost of goods up 20%, 50% depends on how valuable the commodity or resource is. But the inflation is not 9% in the Eurozone. It's not 8.5% in the United States, and they are nowhere near beating or stopping the inflation from running rampant, right? Uh, a lot of people saying that they're about to keep uh, hiking interest rates until something breaks. We are very close. And as Charles reported BlackRock and there are people saying that we're about to get pivot language, in my opinion, they're about to give us something. And I believe that there's actually a Fed, I, I believe, now that I remember, uh, right at the beginning of November is going to be the next FOMC meetings right before the election, actually. So maybe they're going to stick to what they already said. The markets have already priced in a 75 basis point hike, right? But one more, one more push up for the markets would be, potentially could be, them including some pivot language in the FOMC meeting, right? And then with the statement from Jerome Powell, I'm, I'm assuming that he's going to come out with another statement, okay? And as we've seen, the markets will initially pump, right? Right before, after a 24, 48 hour pump, they recover back down to the downside right where they were because the fundamentals haven't changed. 
And the markets have priced this in, but the economy is still um, being, they have not contained what is being spread throughout the economy on Main Street. They have not contained what is being spread throughout the corporate debt crisis. The inflation crisis is a massive problem for the sovereign debt crisis of these countries. So that's why some countries are burning down to the ground. Some countries, they're being overthrown. Some countries, the lights are off. The, the cost of electricity has gone up hundreds of percent. Here in the United States, we finally are starting to really, really break down. And I can see it. I can feel it in the conversations that I'm having and what I'm witnessing out there. You can feel it. A lot of people were getting ready for this winter and, and realizing that, holy cow, we are in a recession. This party has ended. No more adult beverages. Cheers to everyone who has joined us tonight and who has been preparing for this and taking massive action. God bless you all. Thank you for joining me tonight. Beef Supreme with the super chat. Yo, Zach, when is the XRP case going to be over? And what are your thoughts on Elon getting Twitter? Dogecoin to the moon. Elon is ready to flip this thing upside down, just like Kanye, just like Trump. I can't even say these guys' names. They're so controversial, right? These guys are ready to flip the thing upside down, um, whether by design, whether as actors, whether as white hats, whether as whatever you want to call it. It's about to get flipped over. Let that sink in. Let the, that was the message right there. And those of you who know, you know what I'm talking about. Let that sink in. Massive, massive uh, symbolism right there. They're about to flip it. Elon's going to have Twitter. Kanye doesn't give a shit. Trump will be back. My opinion. Let's see how it plays out. What role are they playing? Ah, that's up for debate. Good, evil. We could talk about that all night. But the fact of the matter is, is uh, we are close. SEC lawsuit, when's that going to end? Great question. Wish I had an answer for you. The lawyers say within 90 days of us getting the Hinman documents, we could have a settlement as John Deaton. And there's a hundred different influencers that will give you a different answer. There's a handful of lawyers. Shout out to John Deaton, James Falan, Jeremy Hogan, all the real ones covering the case for us, making it simple for us to understand. They got three different predictions, but the lawyers are pretty much all in the same spot. Three to six months. Three to six months at the earliest. Be patient. And for me, I don't care, you know, this, this month, next month, three months, six months, one year, this whole thing's getting flipped upside down. This will be the greatest, the greatest transfer of wealth in world history is already underway. And it's up to you to decide whether or not you want to participate. Do you want to speculate? Come up with your own theory all day about whether Elon's good, whether Trump's good. Oh, okay. Trump's bad. You don't like him. He's evil. He should be arrested. Do you want to have emotional thoughts about actors on the world stage? Or do you want to take care of your family and create generational wealth? Do you want your business to make it? Do you want to keep your job? Can you bring more value to your company? Can you have a better life at home with your family? That's what I'm focused on right now. Trump, Elon, Kanye, name anybody. They're just one man on this earth playing their role. Some of those guys play pretty big roles. But you can feel the vibe. You can feel the energy. And that's why you're here at this channel is because you want to be tapped into that frequency that says, you know, no matter what, I'm going to take my family to the other side. That's what we're here to do. 
Thank you for the super chats. Thank you for the support. Now, <laughs> how's your program working out? Let's talk about it. Crypto Whale reporting here. The world's largest Bitcoin miner core scientific stock has plummeted over 70% today. This is one of the world's, uh, he says world's largest. Brian Sinclair, Dylan LeClaire right here says one of the world's largest. So I don't know if they're the biggest or if they're just one of the largest. They are one of the world's largest for sure. They have uh, halted all debt financing payments through an SEC filing. As we've been saying, these companies are going bust. We are going to be going through a crypto purge. 99% of crypto will go away according to Brad Garlinghouse. And we like uh, to listen to what Brad has to say. We believe that Brad has tapped into every situation that matters in regards to rolling over the new financial system to distribute ledger technology. XRP is the heartbeat of Ripple, and that is the currency and digital asset, digital commodity that will help Ripple do so. How is the program working out, though, with the Bitcoin and all these people? Well, you know, I don't hate I want it to win. I, uh, you know, I don't really care whether it wins. I'm not rooting for Bitcoin. Uh, I'm not rooting against Bitcoin, but... I'm just reporting the news here. This is a complete failure. The world's largest Bitcoin mining firms halting all debt financing payments. Just another data point that tells me we still got a clean house. We still got to go lower. Please be prepared. But we are exposing the SEC and victory is near. Gosh, this is a beautiful thing to see. Right here from Stuart Alderati. This is the chief general counsel for Ripple. The SEC's office of inspector general. <coughs> Excuse me. The SEC's Office of Inspector General OIG report is worth a read. Besides the embarrassingly bad performance review, the OIG concludes there is uncertainty whether the SEC has jurisdiction over crypto. This is the SEC's own cop on the beat talking. Right here, this is an article, Wall Street Journal Opinion. S someone from the SEC here, uh, or, sorry, the Office of Inspector General right here saying that there is uncertainty whether Gary and the SEC even have jurisdiction over some of these cryptocurrencies. And as we've been saying, it's clear as day to me. If you if you violated the Howey test, if, if, if what you did, your ICO meets the Howey test, it's very cut and dry from 1933. Go figure. Howey test, very well proven out. Okay. If you made an investment in the reliance upon others' efforts to make money, you, you you were in an investment contract. You bought the ICO and they didn't register with the SEC. That meets the definition of an unregistered security. For a digital commodity like XRP that is decentralized, not one entity has control over it, it will be deemed a commodity, which is what they're trying to say Ethereum is, even though we know Ethereum cannot advance without the centralized actors at the Ethereum Foundation moving it ahead. Along with the free pass that they got, from Bill Hinman and the SEC. It's the only reason why they got a head start with Bitcoin and Ethereum. And look at how little Bitcoin and Ethereum were able to accomplish. To me, that's just facts. That's just data. That's not me thumbs up or thumbs down on Bitcoin or Ethereum. It's just, you guys didn't accomplish much. You got a free pass. They're now saying that Ethereum's a commodity. You had three years while we waited for you to update the ETH 2.0. And it was the biggest flop in the cryptocurrency space. That's just a failure. My opinion aside, that's a program that's not working. 
will not run the new financial system. And it's funny, I got a comment today. Stop calling it the quantum financial system. Okay, I understand. These networks are not being settled on quantum computers yet. Just wait, it's coming. The military and industrial complex is already well ahead in the quantum computer space. Don't get it twisted, don't get it confused. Yes, no shit, it's not being settled on quantum computers yet. But they are putting validators in nuclear bunkers for the XRP ledger. Fact, look it up. XRP ledger validators being put in bunkers. And then they're going to be put up on the space nodes too. Nodes up on the satellite. Low Earth orbit. Whether space is real or not. They're going to put little satellites up in the sky that will beam it down on the whole world. As Elon's doing right now. Whether space is real or not. Whether Earth is flat or not. That's happening. I digress. <laughs> Folks, we've completely bust this thing open though. And like I said, it's not even political anymore. We're just exposing them completely. Another SEC government attorney exits for private practice. Jennifer Songer spent the last year serving as policy counsel to Chair Gensler. So once again, we have another uh, legal officer here, policy counsel to the chair of the SEC leaving. Sounds like someone who's pretty important. Here's what we're going to get to tonight, though. Huge shout out to Jeremy Hogan. Great article from Professor J.W. Verrett arguing, among other things, that the SEC is improperly using the Howie as a whip to drive the crypto cattle into registration. The SEC is treating Ripple like a Ponzi schemer, not a shaper of money's future. So this is what we call tonight's video, Ripple being a shaper of money's future. And this is a fantastic article here. And I wanted to uh, show you guys this. Sorry, let me go to this one. So you guys can see here, right? He says right here, if not, courts should take a second look at how we, they should also consider at the major questions doctrine, particularly in light of the fact that the SEC has ignored various calls for a reasonable way for crypto projects to comply with registration requirements and sought to stretch its authority far behind what how we contemplated. So similar to what's now being, uh, shared in that Wall Street Journal article as well, the SEC's own people, the watchdogs, the, uh, what was that? The Office of the Inspector General of the SEC, all agreeing that we don't even know if they have jurisdiction over this, right? And right here, I wanted to read this to you guys. This freaking website is terrible. Real Clear, Market, Real Clear Markets has so many ads, you can barely even read the articles. But right here, folks, right here, the SEC should admit the secret it isn't saying out loud to the court and everyone watching the case, the test used in the SEC versus Howie is typically used by the SEC to sue hucksters, Ponzi schemers, and other con men who sell fake securities. The Howie test is a way to stop them, not a means to facilitate registration with the SEC. And that's what we have to remember is that Ripple's already registered with FinCEN. They've, they've already registered with the proper the Banking Secrecy Act. They comply with all of it all of the banking regulations and they've already filed for the LLCs to create their business entities within Wyoming and other places as well. So what we, what we have seen in this case is they, they threw a ridiculous argument here at ripple and we know why they wanted to stall them up. We know why they wanted to hold them up, but it's going to come back. And I believe that this is going to be the ripple test and you're going to see, that uh, Ripple did not sell XRP as a security. There was no investment contract and they won't be able to get them on anything. 
Uh, maybe they'll be able to get them on some marketing practices. Maybe there is a couple contracts that we don't know about, but the worst case scenario is they're able to get a settlement fee and Ripple can cut that check, right? But the reason why they had to go at them is because the Ripple is a shaper of the future of money. It's not just a little cryptocurrency company. It's going to, going to accomplish much more than Bitcoin and Ethereum ever imagined. Now, did they get the head start? Are they leading the way? Do they have the most uh, amount of developers working on them, the most amount of projects built on them? Yes, but this is a marathon, not a sprint. So although you got the head start, you will not win in the end. And we are in the middle of this race, right? And we're just chugging along, stacking utility, building infrastructure, doing the right thing. And the SEC can't take it away from us, guys. I'm telling you, this is a non-political issue. I'm not just saying this because I'm an XRP holder. You go look at the Howey test. You go look at the SEC's jurisdiction. It is only going to be over projects that are securities that meet the Howey test. But to act like, you know, Ripple was doing any of this, defrauding investors, creating a fake security. No, they created something of incredible value, which is why they are making an argument that they can't even make themselves and their own people are leaving in droves. This is all you need to know, right? To, to understand that, yes, we will win this case. Yes, we will see XRP have its day. It's going to be leading the way, actually, after that point. Once we get the level playing field set, XRP has an incredible amount of utility versus these other projects that still can't even scale to run the most simple networks. What did we talk? Bitcoin was down for one, one and a half hours, and it only had like 13,000 transactions taking place over that uh, hour and a half period. That's nothing. And it's a failure. Oh, and by the way, I saw that Hedera Hashgraph went down today too. I don't know what the heck that was about. You guys are gonna have to look into that for yourselves. But once again, we just continue to ask, you know, how's your program working out? Who's ready to solve these multi-trillion dollar problems on the daily? Not getting the market cap, which is another interesting thing to see, you know, the market cap wiping out $200 billion worth of market cap from Amazon today. It goes to show you, you know, how much value there really is in looking at market cap and how there is no comparison when you look at an infrastructure utility token that's not based on people parking money in, it's based off of settlement flow on that network. It's a completely different use case. So once we get the liquidity on there, we don't come back. You have to understand that. We're going to a place that we never come back to. We're at a place right now that after this was is done, we will never come back to. I got a couple more here to show you guys. Vite Vin, the somewhat surreal feeling that all puzzle pieces are falling into place, that years of building, many uncertainties, but lots of good vibes are suddenly painting this beautiful picture of where we are going. And remember, this is from XRPL Labs, not Ripple. This is decentralized developers working on the XRP ledger to improve it. This guy, this gentleman, what they've done is they created the ZUM wallet, the wallet that many of us use, right? So huge shout out to them, huge shout out to all these developers that are building out the XRP ledger without Ripple, once again, proving that XRP is decentralized. 
But this is what I wanted to get to, and this shows you guys where this is going and why you need to not be waiting further. Now, I'm not here to give you financial advice, but you look at this offer, and what does this tell you? SD Bullion is joining the Please Sell Me Your Silver Eagles Parade. Don't give them anything. Silver remains cheap. Now, this is being shared by Don Durrett on Twitter. So we have another one. SD Bullion is offering over $11 over spot. Think about that. $11 over spot for your silver right now. You could, and this is just one of many silver dealers that are now doing that. There's a major shortage in physical silver that's about to break. And as I just said, we are at a place right now that we will never come back to for these suppressed assets. Never come back to. Now, Nathaniel Rothschild says, what did I say or what did I tell you since five years ago? Silver, gold, and especially XRP on your own hard wallet, in your own safe, in your own custody. You got to own your keys. Think about having some physical on hand precious metals for offline assets. Blackout barter is what I call it, you know, and then. We understand with XRP, with this world reserve digital currency, digital commodity that is the most valuable digital commodity in existence, we got to secure the bag. We cannot play around. We got to secure our crypto. We got to secure our crypto, uh, precious metals. And there's a reason why. The dealers are buying silver back and Ripple is buying XRP back. Folks, go look at the market reports from Q3 in the Q2 market report. Actually, go look at from the market reports of all of this year. <clears throat> Excuse me, sorry. Literally, for the last year, XRP uh, has been bought by Ripple off of the secondary markets. So they are buying back XRP that they don't need to. They get a billion released from the escrow to them every single month. One billion XRP goes to Ripple. They get to divvy it up. They're not giving it to exchanges. They're only giving it to on-demand liquidity partners. And 80% of what's getting released in escrow, they're putting back in time-locked escrow that doesn't come back out for 55 months. They're pushing out years. And they're taking cash to go buy XRP off the secondary market. And what are the silver dealers doing now? Buying silver $11 over spot price. And this is just the beginning. Folks, it's all right here for you guys. You guys know what to do next. I'm not here to give you financial advice. I'm here to just share this news with you, share the data, share the offers that are being made. And I want to make another video here soon about how any offer from the federal, in, in regards to the buyback, I want to make another video about the Fed buyback. Because... People talk, you know, are, are debating whether it's real or not. Okay, what would the Fed buyback price be? Let's just play with it and let's just run with it and let's just understand something. Any sort of buyback offer would be a low ball offer, just like when they bought the gold back. They lowballed the American people and manipulated the price and then it, it, it rose after they got all the gold confiscated, back when they confiscated gold back in the 1930s. Okay? Same thing happening here. It's only going to on-demand uh, on demand liquidity, people that are using XRP for real cross-border payments, treasury flows, utility. It's not going to exchanges. Ripple's buying it off the secondary markets with cash. 
while all of these other tech companies were telling and showing you guys here, 20% layoffs, 50% layoffs, cutting production. Ripple's ramping up the amount of product offerings that they have, right? Year over year, on-demand liquidity growing nine times. And they're in their best cash position they've ever been in. And they're looking to hire hundreds of more employees. Now, remember, they're just a little startup out of San Francisco. So they got a ways to catch up to Twitter, to Apple. But I, I believe that they will end up in a spot next to uh, these, these tech companies. As far as looking at these fang stops, making up you know a large portion of the stock market. I think that Ripple is going to most definitely take up a large portion of this future market. When you look at comparing it to the, mar the, the quote unquote market cap of some of these other companies, I think that you're about to see Ripple do something that we've never seen in the banking sector, in the payments uh, sector. Any, any pr uh, public company that does payments, banking, deals in money, currencies, we compare them to the IMF and the BIS for a reason. They're ready to settle the whole damn thing. And in the meantime, we speculate, you know, when the case ends, how high the price goes. But I wanted to make this point. The Federal Reserve buyback. Okay, let's run with it. It's a theory. Any price from them is too low. They give us 50 bucks. That means that they believe that the future value of XRP is more than that, right? If they give us five grand, the future price is more. So people talk about, speculate, would I sell my XRP uh, you know, at $1,000 to the Federal Reserve? Would I sell it at $50 to the Federal Reserve? Um, I will say this, and I've always said this, my exit strategy is very simple. Right now, I'm planning on selling about 10% of my overall XRP bag. That's it. The rest of my XRP, 90% of it, I plan on holding forever. I plan on having custody of the right to forever. Now, my plan for staking, uh, lending, using it as collateral, right, leveraging it, comes into play after $50. But for me, uh, I have XRP for sale right now at $5. I have XRP right now for sale at, uh, not, not $5, $10, sorry. Because as I said, my strategy is 5% of my bag at $10, another 5% at $20, if you want to buy my XRP right now for $10, I have a chunk I will sell you. If that is the Federal Reserve, sure, go ahead. I, it, I, it's my patriotic duty. I, uh, hopefully, I'll be selling it to the Treasury Department, right? And hopefully, uh, it'll help our situation out. But what you're seeing right now is once, once 2020 uh, happened, the events of 2020, Trump opened it up for the treasury to do deals, to buy assets for everyone, to do lending for everyone. That opened the whole deal up. And we know that they've been sitting at the table with Ripple, right? I believe that this goes much further than having some CBDCs running on XRP. You know, I believe that these central banks need to hold some on their balance sheet. I believe that the on-demand liquidity partners need some. I tweeted out today, people wonder, do you even need a high price of XRP because it settles in three to five seconds? Swift just put out their data. Over the last year, they've settled 44 million, transac 44 million messages, key point, messages, 
were sent every day on average over the last year, just on Swift. And then about 29 million was the peak, or no, sorry, 25.9 million messages for securities was the peak that was reached on the same day. Uh, the, the peak for settlement, sorry, 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 messaging on Swift cross-border payments was I believe like 50,000 or 60,000, but on, av on average, sorry, 44 million on average. Hopefully I didn't fumble my words too much. Now, let me make this simple for you guys. 44 million messages per day just on Swift alone. 25 million messages per day just in securities. That's just one network. You have the DTCC. You have uh, other clearinghouses in the United States, right? You have the clearinghouse of the United States. You have T1, T2. You have, the, you have payment systems within Europe, Africa, Southeast Asia, on-demand liquidity partners, getting XRP from Ripple. They're the only ones that are getting XRP right now. But we are seeing some movement across the ledger that gets interesting. Ripple just sent 100 million XRP to someone uh, just a couple days ago. I don't know if you guys saw that on the whale alert. 100 million XRP, we have nowhere, no idea where that's going. We know that a billion is going to come to Ripple every single uh, first of the month. And then we see the, the, the flows, you know, 20 million here, 40 million here to Bitstamp to all these different partners. Uh, Tranglo, you know, showcasing the on-demand liquidity over there. And then most recently, we get the, we, we get the new on-demand liquidity uh, partnerships in France and Sweden, which tells you right there. France and Sweden on-demand liquidity, they're part of the Euro, Euro system. So, so they're part of the European banking regulations, payment regulations. That means green light, go ahead, fire it up, flip the switch, literally flip the switch. And then we see uh, Rishi step in here now, Mr. World Economic Forum, pro CBDC, pro new system, ready to roll it out in Great, Great Britain in the city of London, where the old guard reigns. Folks, for me, I just continue to see every single day uh, the uh, more reasoning for me to believe in what we've invested in. And today, the silver news really took me back. Really took me back. I was trying to get a video out earlier to share that, and I still might actually make a little TikTok short because people need to get understand this situation is real. $11 over spot for your silver eagles. And multiple dealers are doing this. Now, if you are looking to roll over your 401k, your IRA, or your retirement account to precious metals, I have a partner. You can find them at the top of my website. Go to my website, link down below, zachrector.com is the website. At the very top, there's a precious metals link. They'll help you roll over your 401k to precious metals if you're looking to make that allocation. I almost ran into my silver dealer today to buy more silver when I found out that news. Uh, to buy more silver and to ask him, yo, what's the situation? Now in my Discord group today, we were talking about some of the situations, uh, so, some of these guys sharing what their dealers are telling them. And these dealers are saying that the wholesalers are not as willing to be uh, making larger sales right now. That's the same thing that my local guy was saying, is that it's just trickling in. Tells me he's got a million dollars on order, but he's just waiting for it to come in. And that was months ago. I don't know what this situation is now. I'm assuming it's probably worse. That's all I need to see. The biggest and best partnerships at every single table that matters. And then Ripple itself.
Are they going to ditch XRP? Hey, do you think that Swift could come up with their own solution? Buying hundreds of millions of dollars. I think it was in Q2, they did $321 million of XRP off the secondary markets that they did not need to go buy. But obviously, Ripple feels like they, uh, Ripple's not here to be financial advisors for us, but if we follow where their money's going, they're parting ways with their cash, with their USD fiat money. In return, getting more XRP. These silver dealers parting way with their cash, willing to pay $11 over spot, which silver is under major, major resistance. If you go look at the silver chart, these charts do only matter so much because the manipulation is so powerful in these assets. Silver cannot break through $30, major, major wall at 30, right? And right now it's under 20. It's been floating right around that level for a while. And so I, I, I don't know what the exact spot price of silver is today. It's just under $20. But this means that they're paying nearly $30 for an ounce of silver. So uh, for me, uh, I got a little sliver of my XRP that I'm looking to exit on the pump because I have places that I need that cash for, that I need to reallocate, that I need to de-risk. That's my own situation, please. That's not meant to be your exit strategy. I'm not, my exit strategy is not meant to be the end all be all. My exit strategy is irrelevant. You, you gotta do your own research and sit down and write out your own exit strategy, right? I got a sliver of my XRP that I'm willing to go. And then my silver is mostly for offline uh, blackout barter when the system goes down. When we get the massive, massive breakout, I will think about reallocating. But for me, that doesn't happen until after $100 per ounce silver. That's where I'm at personally. My average entry is 20 to 30 bucks on my silver. Uh, 5X would be nice. I know people throw out four digit silver predictions. I know people throw out six digit XRP predictions. I'm here for it. I think it's fun to talk about that, right? But we have to understand uh, our risk exposure, right? And we have to, we have to understand uh, what we're investing in. If you don't have a better place to put your money than your 401k, if you, you don't want to invest your time into this, maybe you should listen to your financial advisor and just let it ride, let it ride in your 401k and pray that it works out. For me, I'm advocating for the average person, the average man or woman to invest in your education and create a real program for yourself to invest in every single one of these assets with a serious strategy. You might have one, two, or a handful of gurus, influencers, sources, books that you wanna read for each asset class. That's the proper thing to do. I like to have one or two that I listen to for real estate, one or two for crypto, and then, you know, for business and everything else, uh, precious metals too. To sit back though, and to hope and pray that your, your financial advisor is gonna take care of it, to sit back and hope and pray that you're gonna keep your equity in your house, to sit back and hope and pray that your business is gonna be able to ride out the storm, is you're asking for failure. You're failing to prepare. And uh, what do they say? Pre preparing to fail is, or failing to prepare is preparing to fail. That is what 90% of the people are doing. 
as I stated, I still have people arguing on a Trump post that I made on August 8th. That is how stupid some people are. And I'm talking about both sides. Imagine taking the time to be in little TikTok arguments from a post from months ago. Now, I guess I am guilty of making content that goes viral and gets both sides riled up and gets a million views. A video sitting at 1.4 million views, 8,000 comments, and it disgusts me. I, I almost have deleted the video multiple times because people are still going back and forth. And this is what we're talking about right here in our program within our Discord group. If you're looking to join our community, we're talking about our strategies, we're sharing our stories, we're sharing our, our business plans, how we are investing in real estate, what we're doing with precious metals. And this is interesting. When you get around big hitters, you feel a little bit more comfortable. And I'm not talking about big hitters in business, investing, real estate, precious metals. The people that are around me got massive bags of XRP, massive businesses, real estate killing it. I refer to some of these folks as big hitters because they help run successful families. They, they have made preparations and essentials and they're ready to ride out a storm and they've taken action. And with what money and funds and limited ability they got, they did everything they possibly could. I have so much respect for that person that has been able to stack 5,000 XRP was the target they've been working on hitting for two years time. If that's you, you know, in my group, we got, we got everyone. And that's what I'm talking about. Big hitters in regards to prepping, real estate, precious metals, unbelievable fat bags of XRP. And together, we're all calm. We're like bored. It's like, man, yeah, we, we know how this story ends. We're kind of just following along here and letting it play out. But the other thing that, they, that I refer to these people, these people are the ones that I want to surround themselves with. They're, they're the ones that stood up at the school board, to their job, to their workplace. Standing up, getting involved politically, getting involved in their community, getting involved in their church, hiring more people in their business, homeschooling their kids, getting it done in every aspect of life. I'm inc I just feel incredibly blessed, guys. We just continue to uh, grow here on this channel, and I couldn't do that without you guys. So as I wrap up this session, I just want to say thank you. If you guys could do me a favor, smash that thumbs up and please help share our content. A lot of our clips, our smaller ones, are a lot more shareable for you guys uh, to share with friends and family, okay? Send them a clip. People's attention spans weak, it's low. Every single video that I make over an hour, I get some stupid comment. This is too long for me. Okay, thanks, dude, no one cares. I, I don't care, you know? For me, I just continue to ask, how's your program working out? And what are you doing to take care of your family, your business, and your investing future? Investing in your future, what are you doing? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Greatest Transfer of Wealth with your host, Zach Rector. Please remember to follow us over on Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, and Rumble. To get in touch, please just head on over to ZachRector.com. You can check out all of our affiliate links and get access to our exclusive Discord community over at the website. We appreciate all of you for tuning in and all that we ask is that you share this message with other like-minded individuals. If you appreciate the show, feel free to go ahead and leave us a five-star review. We will see you in the next one. Take care and God bless.